Hi there everyone, here we are at lesson 12. Now all of these first lessons and first quite a few lessons are all foundational. They're all building a premise, a new premise out of which we're going to operate. And we, we can't see where this is headed. So this would be like if we hired a contractor to build us a house, and I'm talking about an ordinary house here, not a TP or an igloo or something like that. And we said, I want you to build a house. However, I don't want you to waste time or money building a foundation. <laughs> and the contractor would say, well, that's not really possible. You can't just have a house with no foundation. And if we persevered and said, nope, no foundation, I want the house, you can just see that's never going to work. So this early part is about building a foundation. It's also remedial because the foundation that we're trying to live out of right now is that sand that the Bible talks about instead of some firm rock. So this is trying to get us set up in a way that we can proceed in a correct not a good or bad, but an accurate or a, a correct direction instead of the one we're headed to now. So this one says, I'm upset because I see a meaningless world. This The past couple of lessons were about meaningless thoughts and meaningless forms. Always forms and thoughts are intimately related. And it says, Okay, here's a big problem that needs to be taken care of. We apply adjectives to the world we see, and it gives us an example that says, you think you're upset because you see a frightening world, or a violent world, or an insane world, and we can add some more like an ugly world, or an uncaring world, or a stupid world. And when you look around at the number of upset people, and when I hear people talk, they certainly ascribe their upset to everything from election results to what's going on in their families to wars all over the world. In other words, it certainly does look like a mess. This doesn't really mean anything. And boy, your ego mind is just going to hate that. So that's okay. Let it hate it. Set it over in a corner. Don't let it disturb you from doing these lessons. Now it says, just look around you, and as always, these are just three or four practice periods, a minute or so, and it wants you to look slowly around. Don't allow your attention to be captured by any one object that you think is especially good or especially bad or especially important or especially valuable. It says, nope, allow your glance to be the same no matter what you're looking at. The reason for that is to see that everything is actually of equal value. As you look at it, I see a fearful world, I see something dangerous, I see something I don't like, and then it, you could also say, well, I see something that's beautiful, and I see something that's good, and I see something that I feel very content about, and it goes on to say, but if you're applying that adjective, that is inherently a judgmental adjective, because a beautiful world, if that's what you say you see, implies in your mind you have some idea of what an ugly world is. And if it's in your mind, it's going to appear in your life someplace. 
So then it says, after you do your glancing around in an unhurried way, end this by saying, but I am upset because I see a meaningless world, <laughs> or as it says earlier, kind of a blankness. There's not actually anything going on. And then it asks this really important question, well, if it's meaningless and therefore it's not good or bad, so why should this be upsetting? Why would a meaningless world be upsetting? And it says, it would be fabulous if you would let the truth emerge and be present. See, it keeps saying all along, everything that makes you so happy, that is your happiness, is always right here, but it's blocked. And it says something in this one as well about it's being blocked. It said, if we didn't have all this debris in our minds, then love itself would reveal the meaning of everything. In fact, it specifically says, because it's meaningless, you are impelled to write upon it what you would have it be. In other words, we interpret everything out of our own ego mind's personal experience. And that's what we see. In other words, what we think about everything, the way we evaluate everything, contributes to what my world looks like. But underneath that, see how it keeps referring to something else is here, but we don't have access to it because of our confusion. It says, is written the word of God. Now, this is the first time God shows up. And for those of you who find that upsetting or annoying because that to you is the Sunday school God of some old guy sitting in the sky with the judgment book, then God and love are the same thing. So it says, beneath your words is written, the word of God we can replace with the experience of love. That's what we will become aware of when our words have been erased. Yet another verb to describe that we have imposed a barrier between our current awareness and reality that's actually right here the meaning that we ascribe to things that does not add to our happiness is just our interpretation of what we see. So there you have it. This is a really important lesson. I am upset because I see a meaningless world and then I interpret it in the light of my own fear. And wow, then I have a real mess on my hands. But it could also be the place where Love could show up if we can allow that. So we're cleaning out everything that will allow that to happen. All right. Have a wonderful practice and a wonderful day. Bye.